summertime and the living's easy or something like that right i was gonna go with a grease intro but hey you you rock on with your bad self yeah you know <laughs> this summer's gonna be a little bit different a little yeah, bit it already is a little bit different mm-hmm. there's lots of things that are closed down and lots of uh people Activities. that are yeah a lot of activities that we're all used to that aren't happening or at least not happening the way that we used to and can i just say I, i'm one of the not i can't be the only one that's a little burnt out on the virtual everything there's only so many things you can live stream be like yeah this is still cool i'm going in the backyard that's why we need a ready player one movement but uh anyway i'm derek i'm bino and this is a or get geekish podcast and we're, we're talking summertime because well we long for the days of yesteryear, the days of yore, something like that. Last summer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I guess every summer is a little bit different too as we get older too. So, you know, we were just reminiscing before we got on this about tales of debauchery um, at, at a couple of summers. Well, things, I guess. things just happen in summer. You grow yeah. up and when you're a kid, summertime and stuff happens because you have time off, you get to sleep in, you get to hang out with people and there's lots of things that are, you know, summer only. There's a lot of stuff, especially if you live in a climate like we live in Colorado. So we literally have summers and winters. If you're living in Southern California, maybe you can do summer things year round. But when you have seasons, summer's a big deal, especially in the, in the, is your, in your kid. And uh, there, there's certain movies that we grew up with that kind of just give you that um, summertime feeling. Yeah, that vibe that just that screams summer. And so we were going to talk today about some of our favorite summer vibe movies. And uh, after doing a little bit of thinking, we're also going to talk about how some of the people that make lists about summer movies don't know what the heck they're talking about. Let's let's get <laughs> let's get those people who don't know what they're talking about out of the way so we can okay. end on a high note. So. I mean, obviously we know that people who make lists, cause I mean, we've as many times as we've podcasted stuff and we've talked about stuff, we've pulled up other people's lists and we're like, really? That's your, that's your number one, you know? But a lot of the times you can at least figure that there's some different thoughts going out. Okay. Well maybe they like this, like that, but there's, there's literally websites with, you know, the 30 best summer movies and they just put a list of movies that were released in the summers of years past. It doesn't make it a summer movie because it was a summer blockbuster. Mm-mm. Avengers Endgame is not a summer vibe movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, and there's like, that's the thing, I guess, is that's the thing that we want to differentiate is we're not going to talk summer blockbusters that came out. Yes, some of the summer vibe movies that we're going to talk about might be the summer movies, summer blockbusters, but not necessarily the ones that were like, Oh yeah, this came out in the summer of two thousand five. Man, it was a hit. Now, these ones that just strike a chord. Like I, I put this exercise I could do to somebody. If you can think back to one of your fond summer memories, like me, I can close my eyes and I can think of Sunset Pool in Longmont, big public pool, and just the thought process of that. I can remember the the smell of the chlorine in the water, the uh. uh little spree candies that I eat during break mm. the blue icy with just a little bit of sand in it. Cause somebody kicked it on their way by while you're drinking it down. Like all these memories that are just ingrained and it's just like, ah, oh, summertime. That's right. And some of these movies, like I'm, I have a feeling you're going to start with the movie that's right behind your head. That one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> Every time I watch it, I don't even know when it came out, but like, it's just one of those ones where every year I watch it during the summer. Right. And 
it just it it makes me feel that summertime feeling you know you're just sitting there watching you're watching kids play baseball it brings back the memories because i used to play baseball with my friends during the summer so it just, just kind of has that like nostalgia vibe to it and honestly it's the only one that was ever made there was never sequels at all we don't talk about those <laughs> um but yeah I, I don't know it's just something about this movie where you watch it and you just you, f- you feel that summer, you know, you, you know, there's the scene where they're at the pool and you're like, I can relate to that. They're, you know, playing with their friends and you know, running around, you know, having a good time. And it's something that we can't feel this summer, but we can enjoy it through the art of cinema. Mm-hmm. I-, I feel like a lot of these things too, because uh, a lot of movies, uh, it's the eighties comedies that I grew up with. A lot of them have summer vibes to me and it's not necessarily just because of, uh, the activities, because a lot of them were things that I couldn't do. I didn't live near an ocean, live near a beach. I didn't go away for month-long camps in the mountains. So I watched these 80s movies in the summer, and I just imagined what summer would be like, but I watched them so many times, it's become a way of, uh, you know, way of thinking. I think back to John Cusack's One Crazy Summer. Absolutely adore that movie to this day. Yeah, there's parts of it that are dated. It's got him, it's got Bobcat, Goldthwait, and it's it, it, you picture the movie high fidelity, but just put it 20 years earlier with an artist instead of a record store nerd. And that's basically the plot of one crazy summer, but everything that goes on between boat races to hanging out on the beach to barbecues, it's there, there's something about one crazy summer that, that, that is one that tends to be an annual rewatch just so I can have those feelings again. Well, I, I agree with you too on just like watching the comments because even you know, like Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore. To me, I, could, the, I remember the first time I watched them was during the summer. And, you know, I remember getting that VHS from the rental store. It had that plastic sleeve that you had to squeeze just right to shake the thing out. Mm-hmm. And just watching it. Because I was home during, you know, summer vacation when the little dinky shop that we had decided to have a few movies that you could rent. And one of them was happy Gilmore. And I remember watching that. I was like, <laughs> this is great. So that, that kind of still has that feel. And it's not necessarily a summer movie, but you know, it, it like you said, it just, it takes you back. Mm-hmm. And I could just talking about, it, I could feel that stupid plastic clamshell where you're sitting there trying to do this. <laughs> and when you get the, get the cassette is that makes that scratching sound when you're pulling it out. Uh-huh. Yeah, and those are the ones you get cracked to, and you end up cutting your finger because, like, mm-hmm. your mom drops in the floor, so it's got a big jink. So you're shaking it, and then you suddenly you're just like <laughs> slicing your wrists open. You're like, <laughs> like, no, oh, no, no, man! <laughs> Join an emo band. Uh, one of my other all-time favorite summer movies, another '80s one, uh, John Candy's uh, Summer Rental, was not a huge box office success, but it's another one that. I didn't live near the beach. I didn't uh, race a catamaran or a yacht, but something about John Candy's summer rental, it felt real. There's this poor guy that is a uh, air traffic controller. He takes his family on a vacation to the beach, and it's going to be the best dang vacation he's ever had. And, of course, lots of things go wrong. It's a comedy movie. There's a scene with a eating lobster, a scene of him getting sunburned, walking across the beach, tripping over people. And then he gets in a fight with one of the local yachtsmen and ends up to beat him, you know, feel good underdog story but everything about it is what i dreamed going to the beach on the summer would be like 
And I'm still going to keep that in my head forever because it, it's that's just what it is. If I ever rent a house on the beach, that is what's going to happen to me. I'm going to <laughs> race a yacht to get my family back. What about, um, I mean, you you know, we're, you're talking vacations. What about National Lampoon's Vacation? Those ones sorry, do. Sorry, folks, the park's closed, you know. Mm-hmm. The, the very OG one. I, I, I was I was torn on this one because they they do focus around summer because they're going on a summer vacation, but a lot of the vacation movies don't have the summer vibe as much to me. I love them. The and the original one still does, but it's I didn't take a whole lot of road trips when I was a kid, so <laughs> I think the road trip part didn't necessarily get me as much. Again, Maybe. love the movie, but it, for for me personally, vacation doesn't give me the the summer vibe. It gets me the nostalgic. Yes, I love this comedy movie vibe, but it doesn't scream summer to me. But God, man, the road trips is is all we did as a family. We didn't go to some place epic like Wally World, unless you're talking Walmart. But <laughs> um, another one for me would be, you know, like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Mm-hmm. That one kind of has a summer feel. And then, as stupid as it sounds, we got. The Goonies and Land Before Time. So, you know, as a kid, when we'd go to my grandma's house during the summer, do the same thing. The pool wasn't outdoors. They had an indoor pool at the high school. So my cousin and I, we'd walk over there. And just like you, I don't know why, but I think that was the little sweet tarts. Or the sprees, those yeah, there, there, was, a, there, there was something between that was like sprees, zap sprees. Sprees. There was something yeah. else like that that was chewy. Yeah. Well, I mean, even like this, the sprees, the, the sweet tarts, the chewy sweet tarts, all those, it's like a pool essential. I don't know why. Like I could just taste it and hear the pool. But anyway. And why is it a pool essential? Because you get your hands wet and then the colors on everything you own. <laughs> yep. Um, so I don't, you know, when we come back from that or whatever to eat lunch, we'd always usually watch land before time. And then my grandma got a cable and we kind of put that to the side, but you know, it was one of those ones where like it was land before time. We could quote that movie hands down and brave little toaster which doesn't have the same feel to it now but it still reminds me of those those times where you're like oh man that's nice i just realized that while we were talking about this my brain's going on tangent i'm gonna i'm gonna probably just contradict exactly what i said about vacation but <laughs> I, I will still say that vacation still doesn't give me the summer vibe feeling although i love it but there's another road trip movie called Ollie Hop Noodles Haven of Bliss. Oh, yeah, you talk about that one. You can't find it. Yeah, I, I can find a VHS copy of it for $89, and that ain't happening. Um, <laughs> but it's the same narrator that does a Christmas story and some similar actors, but it's about this dad and his family, and he's taken to this place that is Ollie Hop Noodles Haven of Bliss. Is this cabin that he's been going for years is the greatest thing ever, and it is the trip to get there, the road trips to make. It was one that was on the Disney Channel that I watched non-stop and i think i taped it off the tv i probably watched that movie 50 or 60 times if it's on, if it was on the disney channel is it on disney plus now it's have you not. looked oh you've it's looked. not yeah i've looked at the there's whatever it was distributed by disney but created by some other company so some other company holds the rights to it and if they ever release it they i've done some research but if anybody <laughs> does have ollie hop noodle saving a bliss hook a brother up <laughs> um a more recent one for me Mainly because, like the the memory that it has would be Revenge of the Fallen Transformers, because you and I stood in line for what like an hour to see that on opening night at midnight. So, 
you know, and I remember standing in line, we're sitting there, we're like, yeah, and it was a summer release, so we're like, yeah, and it just, it just, every time I watch it, not a great movie, but every time I watch it, it's like that, it just brings back that summer memory of us just standing in line talking with other Transformers nerds um, who were let down by the first one, but still excited, and then the people that got mad because they got tickets on Fandango and they couldn't go in, so. <laughs> Suckers! Um, it's odd because a lot of recent movies, it seemed like <clears throat> plots have moved forward. I see there's a lot of eighties and nineties movies where the entire plot involved just one thing that happened in a summer. Mm-hmm. It seems like modern movies get a little deeper into plots than that, <laughs> but it seems like a lot of things that involved camps were big. Right here. I remember like meatballs and porkies and stuff like that. Those have some summer vibe to them. Um, but they're they're just dated enough that I think anyone that didn't grow up watching Caddyshack and Porky's probably isn't going to appreciate it very much. Might be even be offended nowadays. Mm, that's probably a good, good chance of that. But Caddyshack is definitely one that holds that feeling for me. What about Ernest Goes to Camp? I was wondering when you were going to throw that in there. <laughs> I, was, I was actually just waiting for it. Um, that's a good one. And there was one... Not similar, but kind of similar. What is it, Bushwhacked? Is that the one with the, the robber from Home Alone? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That one, and then Heavyweights also has a, like, that was a summer, that was a fat camp summer thing, and mm-hmm. had been stiller in it, and kind of has that, kind of has that summer feel to it, if you I will. Laugh, I laugh because I always get that movie confused, or people tell me I'm confused with it, because there was a movie called The Wrong Guys that came out a few years before that, back in 88, um, I had Louis Anderson and uh, Richard Lewis and a couple other people in it. And they were, it was a story of them when they were young, they were scouts and they never got to go on this camp out thing during their badges. So as adults, they get back together and go back and try and do this camp out against the younger scouts that are still making fun of them. It was a, it, 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 it hit home real hard. <laughs> that came out shortly before I was I went to Boy Scout camp, so it uh, I had a lot of parallels with things on there. The problem with that movie though is is Louis Anderson. His voice is kind of tough. True, <laughs> you know? but this this one was he was one of the main, he was one of the main characters, but he wasn't the fo- his voice wasn't the focal point. He was just one of the characters in it, which was nice. It's almost like Steve Buscemi, love him to death. Steve Buscemi is the main star in a comedy movie. I'm not sure I could handle him the whole way through. As a bit part or as a secondary character, I will watch him nonstop to the end. All right. But, I'm on board. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm the same with his, with his voice was like the Louis Anderson cartoon that was out in yeah. the 90s. Oh, that was painful. What, what, was it like, Brian? No, I can't even. I used to be able to do it. I don't think I can because I haven't heard it in so long. It's just, yeah, it's, well, it's, yeah. like, it's like Bobcat as well. Like, I really like Bobcat, but as a, like a side character. Mm-hmm. He shows up and does his thing and then moves on before I like it's, it's some of those sounds aren't made for human ears. No. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and then what's one big thing about the summer is you have sports in general. So we talked about a sandlot, but a league of their own also kind of has that summer feel to it for me. Cause we watched it a lot. Um, as weird as it is like Indiana Jones still kind of has a summer vibe. Cause again, I was home from school Growing up, we didn't have cable. I had only a few video games that I, I could actually afford and play. And, you know, I'd go outside and play quite a bit, but sometimes it was just too hot or I wanted to take a break and so I'd pop in a movie. And uh, Ninja Turtles was also another one of them. 
Three ninjas. That's it. Three. Ah, Sorry. Three <laughs> I knew there was, I was sitting there trying to think of one and then it, cause it was right there. I couldn't think of it, but three ninjas. That's, that's <laughs> another one that's, oh, it's, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I, I was plugging I was one of these lists I want to bring up some of these ones because I, I still don't understand how some of these make it on the list. Dirty Dancing. That, I don't know how that's a summer movie. Clueless is a summer movie. Isn't the entire movie about them being in school? Yeah, but I can see... I can kind of see that. It, it, they, they put Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Again, one of my all-time favorite movies, but the movie's about them ditching school to go out and do something. It's not a summer movie. Doesn't I could see how it could kind of give you summer vibes, maybe because it was towards the end of the school year, but still no. Yeah, it's summer vibes in the fact that you watch it over the summer. Yeah, but it's then they got wet, hot American summer. I could see that one on there. Yeah. Oh, hey, Independence Day. That was one I almost forgot about. That's a summer no, movie. I, yeah, I was waiting for that one. That's <laughs> oh man, that one right there just makes you. I still haven't if, seen the remake of it. Or the cooler, yeah, sequel. It's all right. Doesn't have the same same oomph behind it. No. What Will about Smith, uh, Will Smith kicking some alien tail? What about like Top Gun or Born on the Fourth of July? Are those on there? Uh, on some not on this particular list. No. That's. Um, I mean, Tom Cruise is. A lot of his movies have that summer feel to it. Speaking <laughs> of summer, I just heard some fireworks going off outside. Ah, go neighbors. Um, we'll go we'll full on the eighties too. Uh, the Goonies. That's mm-hmm. like the ultimate summer movie. They're <laughs> wrapping up summer, trying to get one last hurrah before they move away and go back to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of horror movies take place in summer, but I'm not a big fan of horror movies. So everything from screamed, I know what you did last summer. Yeah, but see, even with that, that doesn't give me like summer vibes. It's like something you watch in Halloween. Yeah. If I know what you did last summer gives you summer vibes, then you've obviously had some far worse summers than I've had. <laughs> well, because I'm pretty sure it was so like, I'm pretty sure I watched Final Destination on the summer, and that's that's not a very summery summer vibe movie that makes you feel good. Mm. I feel like a lot of summer movies involve surfing too, but being that I've never surfed and never lived near an ocean, surfing movies don't really hit me in the feels as far as summertime movies. So Point Break doesn't get you? And point Break doesn't get me Blue Crush or whatever that one was called. Like They just be like, oh, okay, it's a surfing movie. It's doesn't whatever. I think my brain just gets jealous because they probably go surfing year-round anyway. Bunch of good weather jerks. Speed and Die Hard with a Vengeance both you know, take place during the summer-ish type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching those during the summer, especially Die Hard. That, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny too because I'm sitting here now. Now I'm just thinking of movies that take place during the summer. Like, what is it, Predator Two? Mm-hmm. Was was during the summer? Not a great movie, but entertaining. But it's one of those ones where I'm like, no, that's not a summer vibe movie. It takes place during the summer, but you know, I will say uh, is a. <laughs> I can't even say this is recent because this is 12 years old. Uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall has a very summer vibe to it. He's go the whole Hawaii trip. He's always got unbuttoned shirts and Hawaiian shirts on. He's on the beach. Like it's, it's got a summer vibe going on to it. Here's, here's the thing that I was, cause I was just thinking of that is did we, did our minds trick us into just associating movies that take place in California or a tropical place that 
we're just associating them with like a summertime feel movie. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> if a movie it's always pl- sunny. If a movie takes place in Hawaii, it's oh summertime, all right. The you beach. know, it's probably December. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The 51st dates would cut, fall under that category. That is true. That is true. <laughs> oh, man. That's psychology. Our brains like to trick us. People know what they're doing. I mean, they, the people that make the movies, they, they know how to trick us into things. And that's, mm-hmm. that's part of the magic. It takes you someplace else. If it's so specific that you have to know, like, oh, that's Northern California in late September, then it takes some of the magic out of it when you can't just imagine that's the pier that's down the street from your house, even though I live in a landlocked state. <laughs> See, that's the thing is like, I'm just trying to feel now of like, am I associating these with summer or am I just doing it? Cause it's sunshiny in the movie. Of course, Goonies isn't really sunshiny. So no. And that, but that's, that's going back to our original conversation about it too. It's what gives you the summer vibes for it. Obviously we are both similar on the fact of, we were following that same path of if there's sunshine and beaches and palm trees, then it's, it's, it makes that summer vibe for some reason. Or I've, I've heard a lot from yours. If there's baseball, <laughs> if, yeah. there, if there's camping trips, that's all summer vibey. And uh, it'd be interesting to hear, especially kids that are like, I look at our kids right now that are growing up and having a summer like this. What are they going to associate summer with? Like, are they going to associate, Minecraft with summer. What gives you summer vibes? What gives you summer vibes? Staying inside and playing video games for twelve hours. <laughs> so that still gives me a summer vibe too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, what, do you I mean, about, what do you love about summer? Going to the basement, turning the lights down, and turning the AC up. <laughs> I mean, that's part of the summer too. Because I can remember. It's funny because just even, you know, watching. Indiana Jones or Ninja Turtles, even though I watch those usually year round, I could still pick out moments during the summer of that. And then right afterwards going into my room on my stupid blue inflatable chair, because it was the nineties and I had to have one. And I remember I traded one of my friends for it or something like that. You know, the inflatable furniture that was just so great. Mm -hmm. So uncomfortable though. Yep. Sitting down in shorts, having my legs stick to it, turning on my, you know, 13 inch color TV, having my PlayStation go. And I'm like, yeah, while the birds are chirping and the sun is shining. I'm just like, eh. (laughs) Man. Memories. And I'm trying to, I'm just trying to think of what things I'm going to miss the most of the summer, aside from going to conventions, which was always a big part of summer. Um, Festivals and celebrations. Lately, I've already been kind of upset at some of those, so I'm not missing those that much because some of my favorite festivals that I've gone to for decades, I haven't gone to in a few years now because the last few times I've gone, it's just been, I feel like the angry old man on his porch. Just, too many people here are too close together. Everything's too expensive. When I think, you know, right off the bat, you hit it in the beginning is the summer blockbusters themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, you have what, Tenant coming out soon. But to me... I guess I'm just in that curmudgeon stage where at the, at this point I'm like, I don't feel like going to a theater with even just a handful of people and having to sit in a dark room with a mask on all the time, just to watch a movie on the big screen. I'll wait. 
Yeah, I've got a big TV in the basement, mm-hmm. and I still want to, but it's the same way too. There's just layer, and it's even if I can get myself to feel comfortable enough with everything going around there, the part that I can't deal with is that everybody is so we'll just say ill-mannered towards each other now. So regardless of what side you're falling on, I don't want to go have to sit there and listen to other people bickering about it. I just want to go enjoy a movie. <laughs> no, that I just take it too back to, you know, even our movie podcast that we did of what, last year now, geez, um, sitting and obviously they're going to do social distancing in the theater, but still I've sat a few chairs down from somebody who was just like, <laughs> and the whole time I'd just be paranoid. I wouldn't enjoy the movie. Oh, yeah. You, you, in that same podcast, with the time that that little kid sneezed in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you do with that? But if that happens now, like, but two years ago, somebody sneezes on you, you're like, ah, oh, gross. Now somebody sneezes in your face, and you're like, what? 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 <laughs> I need acid stat. <laughs> Murderer. <laughs> Um, yeah, was, things are definitely different. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, if we keep this podcast going five years from now and we're like, Oh, summer vibes five years ago. If you know, remember hmm. we used to go outside and see the sun. Oh, I remember those days. <laughs> Pepperidge fire remembers what gives us summer vibes. Now hand sanitizer. Have you, have you become a little bit of a hand sanitizer snob now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go to a place that has hands and I was like, oh, what is this? Is this made for gross? Yeah, some like of it's some essential oil of birch wood or some crap in it. Leave me no, alone. There's, I did one where it just smelled like straight up grain alcohol on my. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> I'll take that over some of the uh, the frilly ones. But uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're rolling off topic here. But summer vibe movies. We talked about some of our summer vibes. And obviously, there's not a hard line of what makes something a summer movie or not. So we want to hear from you of what movies give you the summer vibes. Or if you want to get into it and tell us what the, some of those summer vibes are and share those memories, we can all live vicariously through each other. Yeah. You know? like and the, uh, the, the candies they, at the swimming pool we were talking about. Remember how oh, good man. that made you feel? <laughs> so good. So good. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) let us know at Get Geekish, talking movies or things that give you those summer vibes because we're all wishing we could have some of those summer vibes right now. Mm -hmm. Geek out over it. And uh, we will talk at you next week. Bye.